This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Welcome back to Bad Moms in Business. Today we have a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. We are going to talk about postpartum bodies. Because as you all know, I just had a baby two months ago and things have changed. And so I thought we could kind of chat about maybe the pressure that we put on ourselves to get back to pre-baby weight and pre-baby body and all that stuff. So, I have to say, when you were talking about that, even though Bridget and I do not have recent babies, you should, for those who are just listening, go to the video and watch it because Bridget and I's heads literally went like, yep. (laughs) Yep. At the same time, it was very comical and very cartoon-like with our agreement of what you stated. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, it's, it's tough. I feel like so many people expect you to bounce back right away because that's like what celebrities do or people on Instagram. And, you know, I've seen people gain very little weight. Let me preface this by stating, I am not a doctor. I am not a professional. I do not care how much anybody gains or doesn't gain during pregnancy. For the majority of people, I would say your body changes after pregnancy after delivery in some fashion. Mm -hmm. So let me just throw that out there. My body has changed twice now. And I would say that I probably, well, I will never get back to looking like what I looked like prior. Never. My entire body shape has changed at this point. Yeah. It does not matter how much weight I gain and or lose. My shape is different. And why would it not be? You've birthed two beautiful baby boys. And so to think that bones or hips or things have Mm -hmm. not rib cages, haven't moved because of carrying and Mm -hmm. birthing a child just is very unrealistic. And I think for anyone to put on the expectation that, like you said, weight excluded to fit in the same pair of pants, even if you were the same weight, more than likely it's not going to happen just because every, your whole structure is different now. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if you only have a C-section, you carried the weight of a baby on your hips for nine months. So it doesn't mean that your hips still weren't changed. Yeah. And now you're going to have a scar in, you know, and an apron over your Mm -hmm. apron. I've never heard it called that. Well, that's, I like to call it that because it seems more sophisticated than like cooch of fat. (laughs) (laughs) I like apron. I like that. I think that's cool. It's more domesticatedly delicate. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. It's a feminine word. (laughs) I, I mean, we don't mean to hype you up, but Danielle, you look stunning and glowing for having Mm -hmm. had a baby. Thanks. This year, let's just focus on that. You, I know your body has changed, but the new you is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Thanks. It's not easy to feel like that. Um, It is very difficult. Like this has been my biggest thing is, and you know, I'm finally at the point where I'm able to exercise and I'm eating a little bit better and stuff. Um, It's hard for me because 
I feel like I almost, you know how people have um, body dysmorphia Yeah. when they look in the mirror and they're, they like yeah. see more fat than is actually there and stuff. It sounds so ridiculous. I feel like I almost have the opposite of that where like, I remember what I used to look like pre-baby. And so when I look in the mirror, I'm almost like surprised, like, whoa, <laughs> I didn't oh, expect to okay. see that. Like, it's a weird thing. So I kind of, I don't feel comfortable in my own skin yet, but I'm getting there. Yeah. And like, I realized that it took nine plus months for me to, for my body to change. Of course, it's not going to change back overnight. Right. You know, I am very deliberately working out in the ways that I want to work out because I had a lot of pain during the second pregnancy. So like my joints are still sore and stuff, but I'm, I'm working on it. And, um, same thing with when I was pregnant with Watson is I have to be very careful with, um, how many calories I can cut and how much working out I can do and stuff because my supply will just completely dip because I'm exclusively breastfeeding. So it's, it's a definite delicate balance, but like, I think that we put so much pressure on ourselves to try to get back and, and as fast as possible. And I just, it's not realistic. And then we, you know, it's mental health awareness month, right? So like we're putting all of this pressure on ourselves for what? Yeah. And I think it's, um, so many people where their, um, post baby bodies, like if they bounce back very easily, they mm-hmm. wear that like a badge of honor. Yes. And it's, I mean, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, more it's power to you, you know? Back. Yeah, I you think do you. I think it's great. Um, but not, I would, I would almost argue the majority of women do not bounce back to where they were quickly, if at all. Right. Um, I certainly like, I've, I've always been a plus size person, just the, the cross that I bear. Um, and, but I carry my weight, the majority of it, like down in my belly, like that apron area. And it is so hard to lose that weight when you carry it there. Mm Um, and I carried it there. Don't get me wrong pre-baby, but now it's just like, Mm -hmm. I don't, without a tummy tuck, I don't know that it'll ever go away. Well, and that's kind of, and we can relate this to real estate a little bit. I'll spit it into it because when we're competing against all these other offers, we don't know what's happening behind those scenes of all those other offers. So we can't really compete or compare ourselves to them because we are not privileged to the whole story. And I have to say that's very similar to us because each of us had all different pregnancy stories. We've mm-hmm. all gained different weight. So why would we expect somebody who gained 50 pounds? Because that's what some bodies do during their pregnancy. They're not going to bounce back at the same speed as somebody who gained 15 mm-hmm. and had a 10 pound baby. Yep. Well, and, and to make it even more real estate related, I mean, if you're someone who can throw cash at it, right. you're going <laughs> to do better. <laughs> there you go. Oh. And so it's, really unfair for us to compare anyone to our recovery because we were not them. And, you know, physical recovery is one thing. The mental recovery is a whole other. And I think we need to talk about that too, because everyone struggles mentally a little bit differently in their recovery because of exhaustion or all the other hormones that are like filtrating through our body. I feel like it 
it helps, but it prolongs it at the same time. There's just so much going on. And we have to be really receptive to that because if someone's got the baby blues, let's say the last thing Mm -hmm. they're going to want to do is maybe go on a walk. That's a really, really, really good point. So I, I obviously, I only have my two pregnancies to kind of compare to each other because everybody has their own stories, but with Watson, I was first time mom. I already am very prone to anxiety. I have very strong anxiety emotions, like 90% of the time. And looking back at how I comparing how I feel now at two months postpartum versus how I felt uh, two months postpartum with Watson, very, very different. I now looking back, I think I probably didn't have postpartum depression because I wasn't depressed. I was very anxious, like next level, next level anxious. And I probably should have gotten some assistance on that. I did not because I was like, I can do this. I'm strong. I can do anything. And like, these are normal. And looking back, they probably were not normal feelings. Um, And so I was not ready to even think about working out or taking care of myself or feeling better at all until Watson was months, months, months old. Mm -hmm. Um, It was much harder the first time than it has been this time. So I'm super grateful about that, that I'm actually at this stage, like ready to start doing yoga again. And I'm taking walks and, you know, trying to eat better and stuff. Like I'm so, so grateful for my mindset this time. Had I and I had already warned my family about this. Had I had those same feelings of anxiety, um, I for sure would have gotten assistance this time. And I love that you had that conversation in advance based Mm -hmm. on your experience from your previous pregnancy and delivery. And I think that point is so important because not only are we comparing ourselves to other potentially in our postpartum recoveries, oftentimes you're comparing yourself to yourself yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's just wrong to do. That's just as cruel to do as comparing yourself to somebody else. And I just, I wish more women would love themselves in the season that they're in, because if they did, life would be so much simpler and easier for them mentally. And it's, I've fallen victim to this because not so much now, but I look back at pictures of myself in my younger years. I go, wow, I thought, and I use the word fat. I was fat at that time. Uh I was like, dang, (laughs) I looked good in those jean shorts. (laughs) But at the time I really thought I was heavy, never realizing that would be probably the thinnest I'll ever be again in my life. And I'm okay with that because I'm now a 40 year old woman who has birth the child who works aggressively in all things in life. And I prioritize what is important to me and what isn't. And my job is not to exercise. So if your job is to exercise, yes, you're going to bounce back. And oftentimes when we're seeing the people who have bounced back very quickly, their job is to actually exercise and look a certain way. So yeah, or they're celebrities or something like that, where they're expected to look they're going to make the time to do that because part of it, that is their job. If that mm-hmm. was part of our job, we would not be looking like how we look right now. It's no, true. I would have been fired. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Great. Um, I, Great. I wanted to, I wanted to mention one thing, um, Amanda, you were talking about how, you know, you called yourself fat, like back in the day same 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 
I have been wearing a cover up over my bathing suit since I was like 12. What? Come on. I get out of here. At 12 years old, you shouldn't even be thinking like that. No. Get out of here. And mine wasn't because of modesty. It was like, because I legitimately. Yeah. I was just uncomfortable in my own skin. It's so ridiculous. So like, There's a picture of me and my friends. We were at um, Independence Lake, for those of you who are from the Michigan area. If you guys probably don't even know where that is. It's up somewhere. Nope. Anyway, um, we used to go there and there is a picture of me. I, I'm flanked by two or three friends, both in bathing suits. And then there's me in a bathing suit, but with a tank top over it. Yep. What? That's what I did. What? It, that, was, that was my armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between being appropriate for your age and the body that you have, for right? Sure. Like, just because you can wear a bikini, is that what looks best on you? Because if you can wear something a little different that makes you look like a knockout just because it put it's in the right places like find the clothes that look best on you for the size that you are right I disagree I disagree if you are a plus size woman and you want to wear a bikini do it well and my thing is but don't necessarily wear one just for the sake of wearing one was my point like if you want to absolutely everybody has clothes that looks better on them than others right? I, because I'm short, I can, I only wear certain things because I look better in certain things than like a jumpsuit that jump shoe (laughs) jumpsuit that looks weird on me because it only makes me look like I'm this tall. Same. Sure. You know, Um, to both of your points, I think if at any size, if I feel like wearing a bikini and I'm going to rock it and I don't care what I look like, then I'm going to do it. But if I'm going to wear a bikini and then try to cover it up, I would rather try to find something else that fits me and makes me feel a little bit better. And this is not to say the women on the beach who are in bikinis, like, and they're rocking it. Like I'm loving what I'm seeing do Mm -hmm. it. But I think every woman could benefit from a day's worth of a professional going this is the style that looks best on your body. And if you feel like a million dollars because of what you have on, doesn't matter what weight you are. Yeah. I have probably fallen into this algorithm on TikTok um, <laughs> very strategically, but I am all about the, the, the women and the moms on there that are showing, you know what, I'm going to wear what I want this summer. I'm going to wear the shorts. Yes. I'm going to let the cellulite out and I don't care. And I've seen so many people doing like try on hauls and like, you know, just all of these things, just talking about how they don't care anymore. Like it's 2022. We don't care. Yeah. And, and that speaks to me. My, um, my algorithm is the Johnny Depp trial. Oh uh, yeah. There's don't get me wrong. That's definitely there. I, every time I, I, I'm not engrossed in this at all. I mostly probably I get enough updates from Bridget to be up to date with the trial, <laughs> but I do like see a lot of IGs or TikToks or, you mm-hmm. know, the reels and stuff like that. And every time, like I see a woman like doing what I was like, Oh, this is so Bridget. This is so Bridget. This is so Bridget. Like my phone is dying because of this trial. You guys. My phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. cue back to Danielle's celebrity crushes. Okay. Yeah. Johnny Depp is Mm. if you are newer Mm. to our listening of the bad moms in business we did do an episode on our celebrity celebrity crushes so go back and find that episode don't know what episode number it is but it was fun Um, I think all of our choices were classic and classy um Amanda yours were classic all right (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I would call mine classy 
but <laughs> they're there and I love them. <laughs> That's not a good teaser to go look at. <laughs> I don't know what it is. We all had very different tastes. Yeah. Very much. Very much. Um, and I know we're trying to wrap up this episode, but I do want to say one thing. And I just want to give our husbands and mm. usually everyone's partner in life a huge shout out because during our moments of recovery, they're not the ones that are typically, and I can't speak for all men, but, or women rather, uh, but they're not the ones being hard on us. They no. truly are looking at our bodies and going, holy smokes, I can't believe it just did what it did. Yes. And anything after that is like, wow, like I, I don't care. I, and a real man or in a real woman, at least feel that way. We need to not forget that ourselves is that our bodies just did something insane. Like, mm -hmm. let's really think about it for a second. We just created life. I'm sorry. Is that some sort of like voodoo magic? Like that's insane, right? Like we created life within our own bodies. Our body created an entirely separate organ <laughs> to yeah. supply nutrients to this tiny human that we are now bringing into the world. Like that's kind of incredible. Yeah, that sucked the life out of you for those nine months and then continues to suck the life out of you for eternity. So you are not kidding. I mean, our bodies will never 100% be the same. Even if we bounce back to pre-baby weight or whatever, it's just a whole different body. And I say mm -hmm. women welcome it because it is a badge of honor. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Working on it. I'm getting there. You know, some people's feet get bigger after they I have did. That happened to my friend. What? I am so glad because I could not afford to have bigger feet than what I already have. <laughs> I mean, my feet would swell and my hands would swell, but then I had the baby and then they went back down. <laughs> I it. was a solid seven and a half and I am absolutely like basically an eight. Like eights are a little big, but I cannot shove my foot in a seven and a half anymore. Um, and just to update all of our listeners because Mother's Day is coming up. I told Bridget and Danielle, I think I might be getting some roller skates for Mother's Day. And I I'm like so fun. So beyond excited. And if I don't get them, I'm buying them myself. But <laughs> and Marcus did ask me, he's like, what size are you? And I was like, eight. Like I hated saying eight, but I want to have the skates that I can wear. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You gotta be able to wear socks and stuff. Like, I mean, you know, that's what I said. I go, I can double up my socks and look real cool. <laughs> oh, you could do knee high socks and then do the kind that you scrunch down. Oh, like yeah. I just showed everybody that I was wearing sweats. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I have socks on with dress shoes. I mean, Bridget, get ready. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Not real what life. are you doing? It's not real life. Hang around friends that make you feel better about your life. You're welcome. <laughs> I will tell How you, people. I walked my next door neighbor friends, they're five and six, um, to the bus today, and I put my tie dye Crocs on, and the little <laughs> the little girl says, "Why are you wearing Crocs like that?" Because <laughs> I like them. Leave it to a kid to just not sugarcoat it, right? They're just going to tell all. you how it is. Mm -hmm. Out of the mouth of babes. Or Bridget, <sighs> because she calls me out all the time. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> this is a fun way to wrap up a heavier topic about postpartum bodies and the grace we need to give ourselves to 
go through the rest of our lives with the bodies we now have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts, Danielle? Um, just take your time with it. Don't try to be in a hurry. Don't try to compare yourself in any way, shape or form because nobody's stories, nobody's bodies, nobody's pregnancies, nobody de- nobody's deliveries are exactly like yours. So yeah. give yourself some time. Absolutely. And you need to replay that for yourself when you're having a bad day. This is true. This is true. (laughs) Good talk, ladies. Yes. Good job. Thanks, guys, for listening. We will see you next week. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.